this is Maya Lucia, and you're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston. And this is my song, You're Ruining It.
listening to WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's community radio station. My name is Emily, and I have my Lucia here with me today. Hi! Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. So you're on tour currently. I am, yes. How has that been going? It's good, I think. So this is our second tour that we've done, and we've definitely learned a lot in terms of, like, logistics of, like, the West Coast is very large and takes a long time to drive around. So we used to be doing, like, we would, like, play a show and then drive for, like, 9 to 12 hours between, like, Los Angeles to, like, San Francisco or San Francisco to Denver. Um, And now we know not to do that. So (laughs) this has been much better in terms of driving experience. So we're doing good. We have two shows left. Um, But things have been going well, yeah. Cool. Yeah. What's been your favorite show that you've played so far? Oh, I really liked Columbus, Ohio. I've never played there before. I've only driven through Ohio. I'm from Minneapolis originally, so I feel like that's kind of embarrassing to be like, <laughs> I've never been to Ohio, but I've, I've never done anything there. Um, and we had like the best host in the world. It was like a DIY venue. So our first like basement show of tour and it was just great. Everyone was really nice. And the ceilings were very low. So I felt super tall. But it was really fun. We had a good time. How do you feel about, like, going back and forth between doing basement house shows and playing at, like, large established venues? Because I know you play yeah. at the Sinclair yeah. in Boston. Yeah. And also, like, DIY. Yeah. There's... I... It's hard to put into words, like, the difference. I like both experiences because... Sometimes when you play at places like the Sinclair, you have, like, a really good sound system, and they're, like, doing all this crazy stuff to your vocals, and you're like, whoa, I sound so good. <laughs> and then the basement is kind of like, you get what you get, like, you're in a basement. But the crowd there is always really nice and receptive, and I think it's a great way to, like, gain momentum in a certain area and connect better than if you are playing a venue. It can be more restrictive in terms of, like, age limits, And I think fun can be a little restrictive, and usually you have to be out by a certain time, too. So it's nice to go between the two. I think this tour, I really missed having more basement shows, and I I think I want to kind of—we have other friends. Ravi um, is another band that we are friends with, and they're doing a show that's largely basement shows, I would say, and DIY shows. So I would like to kind of do a tour that has a little bit more of that incorporated next time cool you are releasing an ep yeah (laughs) yeah we're excited would you tell me a little bit about it yes so it's called miss girl world um i think it has seven songs on it or so and we recorded this all remote and we were trying to release it to coincide with our fall tour and it just stressed me out because we're like we're gonna release it and it's like okay if you want to like have a successful release. I feel like at the stage that we are as a band, you need PR and you have to plan. If you want PR, you have to plan like six months in advance. And I was like really overwhelmed by like having the tour, driving and like doing that as well and like working on PR. So then we ended up pushing it um, and now it's going to be out July 22nd. Our first single is going to be out May 26th, I think. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited to get this out and then we're working on the next EP already so I don't I'm so bad with like the concept of time so I don't know (laughs) when that's gonna be out but it will be out probably next year early spring I want to say cool yeah yeah what is it like being an independent artist like do you do all your own marketing and PR like who is your support system oh (laughs) (laughs) I 
I, it's been a bumpy road as an artist, to be quite honest, uh, for me personally, at least. Um, I know a lot of bands will have like managers, um, and usually that's kind of like the first step I would say people take. I don't have a manager. I don't have like any representation of any kind. So any like financing and planning has come from me personally, my Lucia, the person and the entity. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I it's been a lot of like working around that. And I think you learn a lot from other people and other people that are managing other artists that we're friends with and stuff. And for this EP, we will have PR that we're working with, which is so helpful because in the past, it's just been like the most painful experience I've ever been through of like me going to school and then like ending school and then like emailing press for like six hours and like eating and going to bed. Like it was like my days every day. And like, it's hard to get people to talk to you or like respond to an email because it's like, by and large, you know, if you get an email and you're like, I don't know who this is, why would you spend like the three minutes of your time to like open a link and listen to a song? So mm-hmm. I do get it. But anyways, yes, we will have PR for this one now. <laughs> but usually it's just like <laughs> me and then my bandmates when they can help out as well. Cool. Yeah. What's it been like since graduating college? Hmm. Scary. <laughs> um, I think my plans have changed a lot. So originally when I graduated, I was like, I had an internship and the internship murdered my soul. It just was way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to move back home for a little bit and live with my family. And then me and my band are going to tour. So it'll be like really smart to do that because I won't be paying rent. And then COVID, like what? Like 4.05, 5.0, it was like Omicron or whatever it was called and whatever the Delta I don't know. Those two were like spike, spike, spike. (laughs) So then we had to cancel like the two things we had planned for like our February tour and like any other dates. Um, So I just ended up pretty much being at home working. And I was like, this kind of sucks. I was like, at first I was like, I can make this work. And then I was like, I have no friends here anymore. It's just me and my drummer who live in Minneapolis. So it was like, I was like, that's my only friend, (laughs) my family and our dog. Like, (laughs) so it was really hard. And it's like Minneapolis doesn't really have a DIY scene or it's if they do it's very very underground um so it just was kind of hard to figure that out and I felt like I wasn't making the most of my time there just because it was like there was nothing I could do but also COVID was happening so that was really rough I will be in New York starting in June so I'm excited for that um and hopefully things start picking up but it's been a difficult time I think and like hard to be kind to myself when I see like other bands that are like situated in New York or Boston or wherever they are and they're like really picking up momentum and I'm like I have been sitting here watching the Sopranos for the past six months I'm on season three like that's all I have to say Oh. 
That was a song that's going to be on our upcoming EP that will be out July 22nd. Um, And that song was about just like this really rock bottom place that I think I hit of like not taking care of myself mentally, which I feel like every year I'm like, I was so mentally unwell last year. And then I like come to it. I'm like, I was like every year I say that I'm like, (laughs) I could do better. Um, But I, I think it's kind of about being really hard on yourself. I'm very critical of myself. Like any little thing that I do or say or sound like, I'm like very much like, I'm like, I'm the ugliest, stupidest, like worst artist ever. Like I like just have like these like meltdown moments where I take things like very to heart and personally Mm because I'm a tender little person that feels a lot of things. So I think that was kind of like, I just was taking in way too much and like didn't have the resources to really like, process and think things through so that song was like my breaking point of like mentalness <laughs> mental wellness <laughs> so that's that one yeah how do you like balance feeling like that and being an artist because I feel like so many eyes are on you and confidence on stage like you do appear very confident on yeah stage, so. and I think I do in walking life too like mm-hmm. I or I would like to think I do um I am kind of the master of hiding that and I think I would say my bandmates probably don't always see that too. Like they have picked up the longer that we've been in a car together and like, you know, (laughs) been like stuck in rooms together. I think they can kind of tell when I'm not at my best. Um, It's really difficult to handle. And I just remember last tour, like I was, I am borrowing a car from my dad. Thank you, dad. But it is very stressful to be, you know, borrowing someone else's car. And like, I'm the only one that drives it just to make sure nothing happens to it. Um, and just last tour, I hit this point of like driving seven hours and like getting like four to five hours of sleep every night of like, I just like cracked and was like crying all the time and like a mess. And I, I don't even know how I really got out of that. I think it like took like being off tour and then being like, okay, now I need like, like with this tour, I'm like, I need eight hours. I need to do some of this stuff for myself that might seem a little harsh at times, but it's like, I'm like, no, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm not going to talk to people. Or like, if I start to feel like overwhelmed by the amount of people that are just like new that I'm meeting and having to like small talk a lot with people, which I love doing. But that's like, when you do that every day, I think it wears away at you. Like sometimes you're like, I just want to see someone I know. <laughs> like You're like, besides my bandmates, like I just want to see like my friends. Yeah. So I think like, kind of trying to take more time and like 
my drummer, Samuel, does a really good job where he'll be like, I'm going to go on a walk. And I'm like, you do you. Or he'll be like, I'm going to go. I need to take a phone call in the car. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Like, we'll go do something else. So he's someone that I'm like, okay, that's someone that is like, knows how to take time for themselves and is like able to separate kind of like our like work environment, I guess, and like input more things that benefit him. So I think it just takes practice. Hopefully next tour I'll be I'll be even better. <laughs> I'll be even better about like balancing and, you know, getting back into things. Yeah. It's difficult. Definitely. Has it been nice like hitting Boston on your tour stop then? Because I'm sure you have a lot more yeah, familiar faces. Yeah. Here. I love the basement scene here. And it's like, it's funny because everyone feels really young when we go to shows, like the basement shows, which is fine. I think maybe I just feel really ancient. Like I had someone at one of my shows be like, yeah, the last like house show I ever saw, I was like 19 and it was you and then it was COVID and now I'm 21. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, how old was I when I was that? I was like, what the heck? <laughs> so it is really nice, like home sweet home. I was like, I feel safe here. Like I know people coming in and out. And then obviously I get to see people that I know that I like went to school with. So it was really nice to be back in Boston and play again. Very nice. Yeah. yeah that's so sweet because, like, not to make you feel old, but me and my roommate <laughs> have been going to your shows since we were, like, 18. I know. Like, you were at, like, ago. one of the iconic ones, too, where, like, I got punched in the face by a friend oh, on yeah. accident. And I was, like, mid, like, that was, like, one of the first times I think we talked. Mm -hmm. And you're I, like, bleeding. I would, like, just someone, like, it was, like, an, a total accident. She just, like, hit me in the face and I was, like, gushing blood. And I was, like, I need to go. Like, I was, like, <laughs> so sorry yeah yes I do yeah. remember that. which feels so long ago but it yeah it does
and that's a song that we learned for tour. So when everybody flew out to Minneapolis, we learned it there. And that song, I was practicing it recently with our friend Tanner, who's filling in on lead guitar for a show we have in New York. And I was like listening to the lyrics as I was singing it. And I was like, this song is so creepy because I think I manifested a situation. Like the <laughs> lyrics were just like very much mimicking a, a current point that I'm at in my life. And I was like, that's unfortunate that I did that to myself. <laughs> um, so, it, I mean, and that song started out too. It, I wrote that at the end of our last fall tour in like November-ish. Um, and I wrote that, uh, it was like about a time that me and my friend went out when we were in New York. And I was like, we like went to a bar with our friends and it was kind of a like story about like, trying to get other people to come with us and being like, oh, I dare you. And like being coy about getting people to come and hang out and play with us <laughs> in the city. What is most important to you that people take away from your music? Oh, I think that people can find comfort in it. And that's something that when I was driving in my little car today over here, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I do feel kind of, yes, I am freaked out when I can like manifest things like I was talking about earlier with that song. I was like, that's a little freaky. That was a little weird. But it's also like comforting that I'm like, oh, I can like go back and like hear my songs and still kind of like find comfort in like the words or like the melody and stuff and be able to have fun listening to it I want people to have fun too that's a big thing at my shows I don't want I think it's like nice to go see artists but it's like love you beach house but I don't think I would see you live because I would get a little bored yeah you know like I I want inside which is fine sometimes but I'm just like I want people like the goal of my music and I'm sure beach house is like that's not the goal of ours lady and that's (laughs) fine but the goal of my music is like mainly to like have fun and be able to escape because that's what I do with it. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yay. <laughs> oh my God, I said something wrong. All my friends get mad when I go off. I'm sorry, I'm sad. It's really my bad. I'm sorry, I'm sad. I'm Like 
That song was kind of about just feeling like you're messing up a lot and reverting back to teenage ways of like being angsty. Mm-hmm. Classic. Right, well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. So excited to hear your EP. Thank you. July, July, July 22nd. 22nd. Okay. <laughs>